When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike Catherwood and, of course, Dr. Drew Pinsky here from Loveline, and we got some awesome news. Now you can listen to our Loveline radio show whenever and wherever you want. That's right. Thanks to PodcastOne.com, home of the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast. You can get Loveline every night as a free podcast. No more paywall. Just go to PodcastOne.com and click on the Loveline show icon and download. People have been asking about this for years. And now it's here. Loveline, the free podcast, whenever and wherever you want on iTunes and PodcastOne.com. That is PodcastOne.com. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh-huh. A place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Boobs. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get advice straight from the source. Women! Uh, today is a special day. We are obviously joined by my lovely, sexy co-host, Kristen Carney. Hey. And Marty Kinneris. <laughs> that was sexy. Yeah. When he said it. I know. Hey. When I hear Hi. the word sexy, I completely freeze. I'm like, know. let's be as manly as I can be. I have the deepest voice ever, too. And obviously, I'm Haley White. And today, we have Art Webb in the studio with us. Yeah. He well. swears a lot, which I'm really looking forward to. I'm into that sometimes. Does it uh, get you guys a hot and bothered? It does get us hot and bothered. It just gets me more, more bothered. So, swear, <laughs> swearing can be sexy sometimes and if it's used in the right context. Yes. But sometimes it can be a turn off if obviously there's children there. Like we were saying before, I tend to swear and there's like children next to me. And yeah. The guy, the, I went, the guy I went to the prom with was just like, he swore all the time. I didn't say my first swear word until I was in sixth grade. Really? Which was like oh, the too, moment actually. that I felt like I died a little bit. Because I, I just felt like I was such an innocent, good child. Then I said the F word. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I had to tell my mom. I was so, I I had to apologize to God. I mean, whatever. How did you say it's it? Like, how guilt. did it come out of your mouth the first time? Were you like, I was at a dance. I was at a sixth grade dance and a girl was dancing with a guy that I wanted to dance with. And I said something like F her or something like that. Really? Something like that. And then I was like, <gasps> okay, my first swear word was at a dude ranch. I was watching this guy like wrangle the cattle and he was calling them bastards. And so I was in the car going, <laughs> like, home how with my dare parents. you? I was in the car going <laughs> with my parents and there was a fly in the car. And I remember yelling at the fly. I was like, you bastard, get out of here. <laughs> parents were like, what just happened to you? <laughs> you bastard fly. And I was like in fourth grade. That's crazy. I'm not really a big swearer, especially when I first met my husband. I rarely ever swore, and he would swear all the time. And every time he would, I would cringe. Like it would decrease my attraction to him for some reason. But now I've elevated my level, and now for him, when I say it, I think it does the same thing for him. Yeah, it's a yeah. bad habit. Yeah, it is a bad habit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Doesn't feel so good sometimes. We're just yes. yeah. We're just gonna call this episode <laughs> the Trucker Mouth episode. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, actually, speaking of saying things and and being outspoken, I guess we were just kind of talking about how we me personally and I think Haley as well have problems being in a position to feel comfortable asking for what we want yeah like being aggressive like I feel like when I force to, to network I feel so like oh, that's weird. where the F-bombs accidentally yeah. come out <laughs> well tell them a bit like, more give me your about fucking card I mean just give me your card I need to well, well, tell them more about where it's this so came fun. from tell them more about like where this conversation came from because yesterday you and I were sitting in the car talking and it and it came up 
I think some people are prone to it naturally to feel they're like people pleasers. They don't yeah. want to make people upset. And I think maybe perhaps the, the way you grew up, I knew in my family, it was like you don't want to inconvenience people and you don't want to bother people. So whatever that was, I grew to make the way in which I behave. reality? Like, yeah. I don't even know what that just meant. Well, it's come, it, this comes up because, okay, for all of you who are listening out there, I'm sorry to do this to you, but it, what, what we do, as wonderful as it is as a podcast, it also is a business. There's, there's things that we have to do to push ourselves forward in the podcasting industry so that more people can hear about us and we can stay on the air for a longer period of time. So Kristen and I were doing some business stuff for Ask Women Podcast yesterday. She got really nervous and anxious and just said, you can't do that. You can't write that. Like, and I kept saying, absolutely. Yes. You can write well, to I said, your boss and say, I want this. What I said specifically was like, I can only do one scary thing per yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> she like literally has to get out of the car. I totally get that. And like shake off her, her like freakishness. She was having a heart attack, I think, in the car. I totally get that. I mean, for me, I just feel uncomfortable when I have to ask for anything. It's yeah. like I want to just be able to hang out casually and have a good time. I was at a film festival that I was hosting um, this summer, and I could not give out my cards for the life of me. I had them in my pocket ready to go, and I was like so fucking nervous to like give out my card. I thought about getting a number. It's exactly the same thing. It's yep, like, absolutely. I'm like, just go up to him. Some guy called in, um, talking about being at an airport and he couldn't ask the girl for the yep. number. And I kept thinking that's like me right now. So we, we totally relate to you guys. 100%. I, think, I think that really, and this is art, by the way, art web sitting in really to me, if you want to know my opinion, that comes down to a self-confidence thing more than Absolutely. anything else. Totally. It has less to do with other people and more to do with yourself. Right. So and, the issue is like, I'm self-loathing and really <laughs> well, just reconciling your own abilities and to believe in yourself and knowing that you're doing the right thing for yourself, whether it is handing out a card or approaching somebody at a bar or you know, just Absolutely. But the amazing thing that you learn after you do it is that you're still alive and you're in a better position than you were absolutely and they don't ago. even care that much it's like okay right. cool whatever yeah. you yeah. realize that it's like i always look at those things as like this underground world where people are exchanging information <laughs> and like it's the bigger like i don't know what the bigger question is like how do you get an agent's contact information or how the world was created yeah you know what i mean it's like to me the exact <laughs> both mystery. are very confusing and quite difficult yeah. to understand but then i realize or i'm starting to realize it's just but, taking the initiative to be confident enough to do it Ask for, for what it. you want. And That's it's it. caring less about what they can do for you. Like, I'm going to do this no matter what. Right. This is like me telling myself, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do this no matter what. So you're not going to have that big of an impact, even if they are. Right. You know? Yeah. So. And absolutely. Th this translates perfectly for what I want to talk about this week in this chapter of The Man's Playbook. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. Yeah. We with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. Speaking Speaking of F-bombs, don't you feel ramped up right now? Um, okay, so this chapter in the man's playbook for this week, we want to talk about how to go after what you want because the only way that you get what you want is by asking for it. And I thought that this was a good topic to bring up because the many men that I work with give me multiple excuses as to why they can't approach a woman, why they can't ask for her number. They're bothering her. She's with her friends. I'm too short. I'm too poor. Whatever it is. There's like a million different excuses, very similar to the excuses that Kristen was giving yesterday. Uh, and I want to talk to you guys about maybe what you guys have done in the past to motivate yourself, push yourself to do something that could possibly get you what you wanted. 
Well, first, I think that you get what you put up with. Like, I always love that line, whether it be in a relationship or anything that you're doing. It's like, if you're never going to get out of your comfort zone, you're always going to be in the same place. Yeah. People are never going to give you what you want. I mean, you have to kind of, and I think I vacillate from going from feeling guilty to feeling like really aggressive. Well, I think, I think a lot of people get very confused between being assertive and being aggressive. Mm -hmm. Aggressive is like being a douchebag where you're not really concerned about the other person that's sitting in front of you. You're just pushing past them, not really caring about how to respect them at the same time. Being assertive is stating what you want and allowing the other person to also say, yeah, I don't want that. So I think that understanding the difference Absolutely. is the first part of going after what you want. Mm-hmm. What are some tactics that you use, Kristen, other than freaking out and then <laughs> well, making me do it? I haven't really used any yet. Honestly, like I'm still... <laughs> she still freaks out. Yeah. I, what what about I, other areas of your life that aren't business? Because it can, it, can, you know, it can translate in other areas. Honestly, I have not gotten over it and I still don't have a technique that I use or that I can remember I do. I basically, if I have a friend who makes me feel comfortable, I'll have them help me do it, or um, I'll have someone press send on an email that I wrote. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, so, no, I mean, that's I, something I truly struggle with. So I can't really speak to how to get better at it yet. Okay. Well, Art, Art, what about you? Like, with, with women, let's, like, like tie it back to, you know, the topic of our podcast. But with women, how did you start off going after what you want and being okay with it? Thinking long and hard about it. Well, I'm just trying <laughs> to consider, uh, you know, I'm somebody that very actively goes after what I want on a regular basis. So I'm maybe a little bit different of a side here than you guys are and that I very, very, very And that you're a so, functional human. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, and I just, if I see something, if I see something I want, I go after it and I don't really Where take the time. Where did that come from? I'm the type of person that is constantly pursuing happiness. And if I know that I want to go after something that's going to make me happy, the end result is of a far greater value to me than whatever I'm dealing with in the moment and trying to get the nerves up to go do it. And I love that. It's part of just understanding that even though a certain person might have a, a facial expression or a tone or an air about them, everybody's or coming from the exact... holding a sign I hate you. They're all coming from the exact same place, and they're just as nervous about dealing with these things as you are. Right. Look, I'm in constant competition with myself, and if I'm letting myself down, then I'm not happy. So right. if I'm not doing the things and going after the things that I want, I'm going to beat the fuck out of myself for like 48 hours after that for not just manning up and doing what I need right. to do. We live like very similarly where like you would beat the fuck out of yourself <laughs> and then get yourself mad enough to mm-hmm. then do it. Mm-hmm. See, I just constantly live where I'm just angry at myself in this constant like 48 hours after. I think at some point I turned a corner where I didn't want to live like that anymore and I just said, screw it. If I'm going to do something, I'm just going to do it. Just do it. I mean, I think I'm getting there a little bit where I can see in the future, like I'll see forward and I'll just be like, you know what? That is not worth what I'm going through now because I've always let the moment scare me out of anything. Oh, you know what? I hate asking myself what if, and I don't ever, 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 ever want to be in the position where I'm saying, well, what if I just done that and gone with my gut? The end to your what if right now would be if, if you didn't make all those moves would be not meeting us in exactly. this very moment. Exactly. Bam! There you go. <laughs> if I'm not asking myself what if, that I'm doing the right things that I need to do in order to make myself happy and I'm never going to be able to look back and regret anything because I, I don't want to have regrets. Can I get an amen? One of the first conversations I had with Kristen when we were trying to get this podcast and like helping push you to take the initiative and like sort of write an email that you were kind of uncomfortable (laughs) to write or I forget exactly what it was but it was was something in that realm and we talked about this exercise that I give to a lot of guys that I work with and it's called what the hell is it called Um, it's like whatever it's picturing my mic just fell Um, (laughs) what it is is it's embodying an animal 
uh, that really this did help me. It. It did this help, did help yeah. me. Spirit animal. Oh, I don't put it that way, but maybe I will Oh, now. I think about it as spirit animal. Yeah. Wait, wait, but, wait. Before you say this, I did what Marnie's about to tell you, and in the moment, I felt like the biggest freak. I was like, I am a weirdo. I I should just put myself in a mental institution. But it did help because I had a phone call directly after she yeah. gave me this advice, and I did really well. Yes, what I was remember your that. animal, Kristen. I was a lion, which is yeah. not super original, but. I thought it's it was really helpful to these me. Are the, these are the animals yeah. that most people choose. So they p- choose like a, um, a stallion or some people choose a dog, which I find is weird, but a hawk yeah, or um, a lion or a tiger. Mine's a leopard. My inkling um, was to pick rat, um, but I was yeah. like, no, no, no. <laughs> and you can't be offended by your spirit animal. Like so You can't have someone else assign it for you. I was doing that one night. We were drinking. Everyone was assigning spirit animals to each other, and the girls were like, well, I'm not a chihuahua. Why would you say that? Oh, well, like whoever that. said that was a bitch, and she I was know. trying to make her friend feel bad about herself. <laughs> so but, what you do is you select an animal. Animal, and then you attach five powerful attributes to this animal. So you say, like, for example, a lion. A lion uh, speaks with purpose. Uh, a lion is uh, sturdy. A lion is confident. A lion, like, you, you just picture this animal. It's no can, fucking nonsense. Yeah, when you can visualize an animal, it's easy to take on that persona and literally put it into your body. And I got this exercise from this one woman who used to do branding for celebrities, like Katy Perry and Britney Spears. Like, she used to work with them yeah. and help them with their branding. And she would give them, like, the blonde bombshell. And then when they have that persona, it's easy to then relay the information from that persona to an outside audience. It's assigning something tangible to something that is intangible in your mind and you have no idea what it is that it's supposed to be. Once you can start from a certain point, you can move from there and, and exactly. follow it. I want to try this. I've yeah. never done this before. And I think it would really help. Yeah, and so what I tell guys to do is I have them answer you know, a few questions. I just did this a couple of weekends ago at this boot camp that I just did. But it's, um, you know, how, how does your animal walk? How does your animal <laughs> stand? And I make them go around the block a few times and do this. And like people outside must be like, what? What is wrong with these people circling the block, <laughs> walking like animals? <laughs> how high it's really is that strange. Guy? How how does this animal talk? How does this animal ask for what he wants? How does this animal talk to women? And like you have to think about those things. And then once you think about them and visualize them, then you can act it out. And honestly, after anybody does this exercise that I've ever worked with, they they see an, a complete improvement in their body language, their voice tonality, and the way that they express themselves. And they're very comfortable being assertive, taking leadership, and asking for what they want. So I'm going to try it this week, and I'll. Report back. I'm going to try. I've never done this before. Try it where it I try ridiculous, it. ridiculous, and I think I might have to be a little bit drunk I think to no. do it so well that she's going to get hunted. <laughs> like, by, like, I don't actual... want to be a gazelle, though. Is that okay? So you could be like a, yes. a cougar, for example, right? Yeah, you can be wh- whatever yeah, you, you want. Yeah. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Oh, yeah. I didn't even check up on no, that one. Yet. Okay. Well, I was, I was a leopard, and so for me, when I heard this exercise, I would go to Whole Foods, which is where this I practice weirded all me of out my too. exercises. So weird, by, by the way, I, I didn't so really weird. know Marnie that well at this point. So I was like, she's okay, whatever. Freak. Yeah, I'm going with it. Thank God, she's going to be a freak on this podcast. (laughs) Um, And so what I do is I'll do like laps of Whole Foods and like I'll do one lap as myself, one lap of me like with with curved over body language where, you know, I'm not even looking up and my shoulders are curved over and another lap of me acting and embodying this leopard and just the difference of how people looked at me and how I felt when I was walking around in circles in Whole Foods. um, It it helps me realize how important this type of exercise is because you can quickly switch it on and immediately you get a totally different reaction. You don't even go. When you're the cougar, you can't even walk by the vegetables. You should go straight to the meat. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. I can totally see that though. But it's like if I don't shower and I'm going out, I'm like I don't want to look at anybody in the eye. But if I like got ready, I'm like I'm here. I'm queer. <laughs> right. right. I'm actually straight, but <laughs> no. But I think this is a really good exercise for anybody who is listening who does have troubles asking for what they want. Because as Wayne Gretzky says, you know, you miss a hundred uh, percent of the shots that you you never take. What is it? Isn't that what the quote is? I love that you have hockey quotes. I know. Like, seriously, on I'm pretending to be a Canadian for a second. Um, but it's really important. The only way to get what you want is by asking for it, whether it's with women, it's with your job, and there's nothing wrong for asking for what you want. Nobody's going to think you're an asshole or a jerk or a douchebag. They're going to say, oh, you're a nice guy who also is assertive. Awesome. I want to hang out with him. Too. And you get respect, too. And you get what you put up with. That is my mantra. And you, so. are, sure. and you also realize that People who have gotten things haven't just gotten it because someone walked up to them and was like, do you want this? Yeah. They've asked for it. Absolutely. So, I mean, everyone Listen, around you, they've been asking for things. When you're younger, you don't have to ask for things. Or even Actually, when you're younger, you're very comfortable asking for things. I want this. I want that. I want that. And then people give it to you. And I don't know when we get told that we have to stop asking for what we want. Um, I don't know what age it's at. But we stop asking for what we want and then expect people to just know by reading our minds. And then even when we look at other people, we're like, oh, well, they won't want me to approach them. And then you're like, wait a second. I'm not a mind reader. How do I know what that person over there who I've never met before in my entire life is going to want from me. Yeah, and, re- and reverse it. Like, think about when someone talks to you or they ask for your, you know, your number or they ask for help. Whenever someone, someone asks me for help when they move to L.A., even today I was talking to a girl, I, I feel so good. Like, it makes you feel good to, like, offer that up. Yeah, so. people yeah. love to give directions. I mean, if you ask me for, if I'm walking down the street and someone's asking me for directions, I basically get to the point where I'm like, well, I'll take you there. <laughs> yeah. you, Actually, pick you need a ride. Just hop yeah. on. Yeah. It's going to be slow. See, that I can't picture. I can just picture you being, like, so uncomfortable. No, 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 no. Like, something like that, I'm totally cool with when it doesn't put pressure on me to try to get something from somebody. Mm-hmm. I like giving. And then and then I do realize that, you know, people, you know, I ran, was running a little comedy show for a while and like people started approaching me and I, you know, to get a spot and I realized how many people do ask for things. So that did, that was something that made me a little more comfortable was seeing the amount of people that would approach me. That's interesting. And you saw the way they were doing it and what offended yeah. you and what didn't? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's, that's good. interesting. Yeah. Like I'll give you a spot on my, or uh, I want a spot on your show, but not, you can't have one on my show. Like that one doesn't. <laughs> work that's no that does not work you gotta pretend you're gonna get a spot on the person's show well so the conclusion from this week's chapter in the man's playbook is you do not get what you want without asking for it so if you want to get a girl's phone number ask for her phone number if you want to go in for the kiss ask for the kiss maybe not with your words but with your body language and tonality if you want to approach a woman approach a woman do what you want exactly as art said like the only person you're gonna be mad at at the end of the day is you you know what and so i don't have 48 hours of regret i'm gonna say this right now i want you guys to follow us on Twitter. That's what <laughs> oh, I want. And I'm asking yeah. you to do it. We should have way more Twitter followers than we do. By so the way, follow us at Ask Women Podcast on Twitter. And, and then follow me at Kristen Carney. And follow me at, at This Haley's is why Comet. we don't have followers. You can't <laughs> give people Haley's five Comet. things to do. I, I never I never even tweet and I'm going to start more because I feel like I, once I'm actually doing it more, it's gonna be more fun. I tell myself that. <laughs> Interesting. So now that we've all asked for what we want, we want you to do the same. So this the assignment for this week for you guys is if there is a girl that you've been wanting to ask out for a very long time who works in your office, you've seen at the coffee shop, whatever it is, I want you and we want you to ask her out. Ask her for what you want. Don't tippy-toe around it. Don't try and like pretend you want something else, like offering her a job or something else. Ask for what you want, and most likely you'll get it. If not, you'll find out, and then you won't be worried about it anymore. Let us know how it goes. We want to know. Exactly. All right, so that was this week's chapter in the Man's Playbook.
We have an amazing guest on the show today who is going to be with us after the break. It is Jay Larson, who... From Crab Feast. Yes, the Crab Feast and podcast. And he's on Conan a bunch. Yeah. Guys, Jay is like... Very amazing. God. And he married me and my husband, so... Whoa. I feel like that's that an even better... Uh, is it stat or what credit. is it? Like, credit. Yeah. It's a better credit for him. I feel yeah. like that's going to go further Put for that him. on his IMDb page. Yeah, what? exactly. Exactly. Anyway, we'll be back after the break with Jay Larson Analyze this and uh, the three of us. All that <laughs> stuff coming up next. All About Women with Dr. Drew, a podcast designed to focus on women and the reality and complexities of living as a woman today. I'm the great Dita Von Teese. Dita, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Thanks good. for joining me. You've always been all about beauty in, in a in a almost a spiritual and abstract sense, right? You Definitely. Really, yeah. I think um, my shows and what I do now and even the way that I wear my hair and my makeup and my clothes, it's all part of like this quest to be the woman I always grew up wanting to be. And, you know, most of my fan base is female, like in my shows we have. And I can see by looking at them, they're kind of getting the same message of, like, creating glamour. And they're girls of all shapes and sizes and ethnicities and ages. And it's kind of like my look, this, like, retro style thing works on a variety of different kinds of women. It's inspiring to a lot of women. Well, I've never heard you articulate it quite like that because that that sounds terribly empowering for women. All About Women with Dr. Drew. Coming soon to PodcastOne.com. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Hello and welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. We have the talented, the super funny Jay Larson on the show with us. Where is he? Where is he? (laughs) Jay Larson. I want to tell you a little bit more about Jay. Uh, So Jay is the host of The Crab Feast, which is an awesome podcast, and I don't know where people can get that. You can go to thecrabfeast.com or you can go to iTunes or Stitcher or if you're out there on the Zoom, play on, play as. I don't know what any of these things are. Oh my God, you guys. I know. So not technical. The web show last night, (laughs) all this stuff. Seriously, he's Mr. Popular. He was also on Conan, uh, and you can check out his website, jlarsoncomedy.com. So thank you for being here. Great to be here, ladies. A little so intimidating. Awesome Bodies really? everywhere. Three women staring <laughs> I, at you. Outside, the, morning, the guys behind the board. I spent the morning watching your comedy, so it's kind of weird after you've like, just been staring at your face online, <laughs> now you're here I'm in here person. person. I'm a real human. You're real. It's always kind of People... disappointing, isn't it? Not for you <laughs> specifically, but just in general. No, no, he's charming. not sure how to take it. not sure how to take it. he's Swedish, too, so we could be related. Sweets. Sweets unite. <laughs> well, before uh, the break, we were talking about this chapter in The Man's Playbook. We have a playbook that when we do a chapter every single week, we were talking about asking for what you want. Which we, I we do it. We do it vocally because we know most men can't read. So <laughs> that's what we have to sure. s- just say. It so what you take, you take the dudes. We talk about it. <laughs> no. I get it. I yeah. get it. All right. I see Go with it. You get how it's working yeah, out here? I, I actually it. love yeah. men. I hate women. So. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, this is going to work out well. <laughs> Wonderful. But we were talking about asking for what you want. And that's the only way to get what you want is by asking for sure. it and how important it is. And I think that perfectly ties into you because I've known you for a very long time, close mm-hmm. to nine Too years. Long, Too long. Too long. Too <laughs> long. How'd you guys meet? Uh, Marnie uh, asked me out on a date. I did. Aww. She asked for what she wanted. <laughs> and then I settled for his roommate. There you go. That's there you how go. it happened. <laughs> That's all true. <laughs> That's amazing. 
<laughs> Anywho, but one thing I've always noticed about you is that you have never been shy about going after what you want. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's a fact. I mean, but as far as women goes, sometimes it's not as easy, right? You know what I mean? I think that's. You know, I think it's easier if you're asking on behalf of, like, something else or someone else. But when you're, like, doing something personal and you want to ask for yourself with a chick, that can get tough. I mean, I've never had chicks tough times. Once they know me, it's harder to ask versus when they don't know me. <laughs> yeah, Mar- well, Marnie was saying yesterday, because um, we talked about you um, at length, but the one, she- one of the things <laughs> she said was I that know, you right? have always had women lining up for you. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I, I mean, I've been all right. I've had, I've had, I had a good run. What is that? I was what? like the Pats, the early Pats, but they won <laughs> three Super Bowl titles in seven years. I'm more I like, I, I, like, I see myself more as like the Buffalo Bills, where like you Buffalo know, Bills, so close. Oh, so yeah, I was yeah. opposite. You guys yeah. won four years in a row and didn't win. Right, we're which nothing. Is tough. Jim yeah. Kelly still deserves everything he. And gets. he has cancer. Oh, you're saying the cancer? Oh no, he has cancer. I, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying the guy Did was take... still a stud. You know? Oh, totally. You're so attractive yeah. right now, Kristen. Oh my God, you speak sports is like Chinese. Like wah wah. Gotta come teach me. My husband hates that I don't understand. Yeah, sports. I'm, a, I'm a big. It's okay, Marnie. We're men. Just a- we were watching football the other day. I'm playing Candy Crush as he, he's watching sports, and he's just looking at me in disgust, like so disappointed. There's so you. many other things that you can do. Like, yes, you know. absolutely. I'm not gonna but- lie to you. My buddy put up an Instagram photo of his wife at the driving range, and I was like, I stopped, and I was like. Oh. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm telling I get that you. that's yeah. boner material. I do get that. And I can try. I can fake. I can fake like dressing up in golf clothes and like. But I can't fake watching football unless I'm drinking enough. I just, you know, yeah, I don't that's know. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. Well, I turn. I, in, I turn into the pipsqueak where when I yeah, my boyfriend makes fun of me because I'll be like, you know, sitting there normal, this kind of voice, and I'll just be like, go, go. But I don't want to do that. But that's just what happens to a woman watching sports. You yeah. can be so into it, but you just sound absurd no matter what. I know. That's what my husband sounds like, too. So it's not just you. And I'll be like, damn you, damn it. And I Really? You get so involved. Just with the bills. I'm just so used to losing. So I don't know why I can't take it yet. Yeah. I should have learned by now. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know anything else of of sports except the bills. Well, I think it's amazing. Well, back to confidence. I want to talk about you and women because that's what this show is about. So where talk about it. Where did this? favorite topics. Yes. So you are married now. But where did this confidence with women come from? Like, are you always confident? I just think you should be confident in yourself. You'll be confident with women. You know what I mean? I was just like, I was always like, if a chick's into me, she's into me. I don't know where it came from. I just <laughs> always liked them, and I wanted to be close to them, and I wanted to see them naked. So yeah, I was like, what can I do to see them naked? <laughs> right. And then I just started like, uh, you know, certain chicks have their guard down a little more, so they let you – See them do naked. more, yeah. <laughs> see the naked, you... and then you're like, "Oh, okay, we can do this. This is, <laughs> this is a thing." Right. Yeah. How did you pick up on your wife? What was that initial? I, first of all, I thought she was a slut. <laughs> so you're into so you know, it. Easier. I was so into it. I'm like, "Oh, who is this slut that showed up at the party?" I <laughs> yeah. showed up late to this party that my friend had on the beach, a good friend of ours, yeah. Adam, and I saw her, and she was looking hot. Real hot, having people slap her ass, if you remember correctly. <laughs> Is that why you thought she was a slut? Yeah. Having like champagne this, poured down her throat. Pouring champagne down her throat. Slutty, inherently slutty, having people slap your ass. <laughs> yes, it, it's it's a sign like, hey, someone's down to play ball. <laughs> well, then call me a slut. Exactly, okay. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, let's go swimming in the ocean. It was night, and she was like, okay, went swimming in the ocean. By the way, all of wow. these characteristics of my wife do not exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. This but, would never, ever yeah. happen. But yeah. very spontaneous men for our listeners that's like so exciting. It's so hot. It's an adventure. Oh you know? my god! Any chick that's spontaneous <laughs> is, and I think I don't know. And then, no, but even for you, for her when to men be attracted, are spontaneous. Oh yeah, let's go in the ocean. A chick's like, all right, you know, and 
And so then we went in the ocean, and then we hung out, and then we kissed. And she's like, you're going to kiss ocean? her. No, just outside. Oh. You know what I mean? It can get a little dicey. And you got to watch your footing. You know what I mean? There are big waves that night. You don't want to be making she's, out of them. She's <laughs> drowning. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and then I was like, let me get your number. And she's like, no, nah, I just got to have a really serious relationship. I don't really want to get into anything. And I'm like, I just got to She's like, I was actually just trying to drown in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, I was going to send myself off, myself. actually. Yeah. And I was like, well, let's keep it casual. You know what I mean? Like, I'm into casual. And she's like, nah, I don't do that. And I was like, all right. And I was like, well, you know where to find me if you ever want to get in touch. And then six months later, my friend was like, yo, you remember that chick? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, she wants to hang out. And then I was like, done. Six months later? Six months. So no interaction. Did nothing. you guys become friends on Facebook nothing, or anything? Nothing. But nothing. what do you think it was that lasted in her brain that said, okay, six months later, I still want to contact this I think weird she was guy. doing what women do, and she's like, I'm getting old. I need a man. No. Saw me. Yes, I do. Your I, wife is a no. very attractive woman. I never said she's not, but she, I think she saw a connection. She's like, I liked that guy. I remember that night. It was, it was cool. It was amazing. I think, if for all the men out there listening – you find a chick around 33, 34, that's where you lock it down because that's when they're going to sell for a six or a seven. Okay. That's a fact. I would think that's, four or five. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even kidding. That's I think the I think that you see dudes. You're like, how did that dude land that chick? Well, that guy waited it out. You know what I mean? That guy was just like, I'm just going to wait till someone drops the ball. That's really great advice because you never know. You know, it's like they could say no right away, but six months down the road, and look now, you're uh, happily married. Happily married. Damn. Boom. But I also think it's it's what you showed her in that evening. You didn't spend that much time together. You took her out to the ocean. You made up against well, a wall. Yeah, there's a mystique was, still. Yeah. yeah. But I like, but the There's, thing that I like best about what you said is the way that you walked away. She said, "I'm, you know, I just broke up with somebody." You said, "Me too," and then you kind of just said, "See you around." You yeah, didn't, you well, it needy. was. Well, I'll be to I'll, full disclosure. I was seeing five or six chicks at the time, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, if you don't want to get on board the casual train, <laughs> get off," because that's all I'm looking for. And that's why I was like, "I'm not going to do it." But then when she called five months later, I'm like, "This chick knows what she's doing." And that's, I'm like, this is a chick you locked down because I never had the whereabouts to be like, oh, she might be proper. I need time to heal. No, I never did that. I was like, let me get everything I can. And she healed. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, she's got a good grasp on stuff. I'm like, let's give it a shot. So then I called all the chicks I was seeing and I was like, hey, can't see you, can't see you, can't see you. So you hopped you, off the casual train. Got off that casual train real huh? quick. All about to be honest, I, I probably should have extended that stay the... a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> Well, last week we actually, um, our uh, producer from last week was the polar opposite of the uh, of what you just said, which was calling the girls yes. and saying, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. He basically just lets them fizzle out. He won't tell them what's going on. Once he just doesn't want to see him, he lets them just linger uh, until they die. They die a slow death, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I haven't done that. I don't think that's the manly thing to do. No, Thank I you. think. Right. I think once you own up to it and, and end it, you know what I mean? I, I'll be straight with you two fellas. When I called these chicks, it was all casual. Two of them. I was like, I just don't think we should do this anymore. And they're like, why not? I'm like, I don't know. It's like not really. I felt bad saying that I found someone else. So I just basically said like, I just don't think it's healthy for us to keep doing this. Like I go, we have no relation. I call you. You meet me somewhere. We fool around. And two of them were like, I don't care. I like it like this. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, you couldn't get out of it. Um, but uh, – yeah, I think it's like the start to a bad romantic comedy. That, that <laughs> thing, yeah. Or an awesome one. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, let me just tell you this guy. I was just in doing shows in Grand Rapids, and the, the comedian who was hosting, he's 22, and we were out at a bar. And he's like, you could tell he's going to be good looking or like once he gets himself together. And this super <laughs> cute girl walks by, and we both looked at her, and I'm like, dude, that chick's cute. And he's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, she gave a nice smile. And he goes, yeah, go, go talk to her. He's like, no. I'm like, go right now. 
And he's like, no, I can't go talk to her. I'm like, what do you care? What else are you going to do tonight? What's going to happen so bad that you can't go talk to that chick? <clears throat> and he slugged his drink, and he went over and talked to her, and he talked to her for like 15 minutes. That's awesome. And she totally was, like, vibing <gasps> him and stuff. This kid's wearing a plaid. He's got red hair, disheveled, a little bit overweight. And he totally, this chick, I mean, she had a boyfriend, but she talked to him for 15 minutes right. and was like, oh, I'll come to your show and stuff like that. Because guess what? She probably vibed him a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. That's why she yeah. smiled. Though, but yeah. when we were talking about what uh, what makes you, you know, so able to have women around, you have a great, like, you have a great sense of humor. And I think that's a, a big thing for dudes. I think women like that. Yeah. Because a lot of guys that don't have that, it's not as easy yeah, but at it's the same true. time, I'd say to those dudes out there, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Still go up. I And I, I don't know, Marty, you guys, and you guys might know better than me, but I think even if you're not good at something, go up and just admit, like, hey, I'm not good at this. Right, yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah, it's because calling out the elephant in the like, room. Just say exactly what, yeah, calling out the elephant and just putting it out there, and then you're all on the same page, and then she's, like, kind of on board with what you want, and you're... Yeah. Well, it's like honesty. When there's no when when you go up and you avoid it, and then it just gets uncomfortable and awkward. And everyone's try, she's trying not to look at how horrible you are, and then you're sweating, and then but she when can yeah, smell it. When you well, do I, call it I out. read this article yesterday. The girl from um the Blurred Lines article. What the hell's her name? The super hot one who's naked in the video. I don't okay, know her I don't name. Know I don't think anybody knows her name. She's but a naked she's girl that naked girl, lines, right? Yeah. But she so she sick. was talking <laughs> of that video. Yeah, I don't no, even know what song it is. I don't know either. Naked hot sexy chicks. Yeah, they fucking suck, right? Sorry, I'll leave. But in her interview, she was at, she was being um, she was talking to the interviewer about what she finds attractive in men. She said, "I feel horrible for saying this, but when a guy is approaching me and he's sweating or hunched over and he's nervous, she's like, all I feel is nervousness as well, and all I want to do is run away from him. So like the fact that you just said calling out the elephant and saying, okay, I'm not very good at this, but instead of suppressing what you're actually thinking and trying to cover it up, I think announcing the elephant really helps in like alleviating stress and making it more comfortable for everybody. For sure, yeah. And I think practice makes. I I think the I had a girlfriend in second grade. Okay. Stud. Started young. Yeah, I asked girls out in sixth grade, seventh grade. I started asking girls out in sixth so grade. So you never had any issues with women. No, but I was always going for it. Right. Yeah, Numbers game, right? I was all, yeah, I was just like, oh, Karen Maduno. Yeah, what up, girl? You want to? Have like, you ever had anything like in your life that's <laughs> that's made you nervous or gotten you a little yeah, bit? Yeah, it's not like I'm not nervous when I go talk yeah. to girls. It's just like. Do you want to be naked with a chick? Yeah. That's right. all we ever thought about since day one, unless we're gay, and then we're thinking about dudes, and then it's a can of corn, because then you just walk, hey, you're hot, man, you want to do something? But so, okay, so obviously you've been uh, testing this for a very long time, so what have you found works? Like, what gets them to be naked with you faster? Well, I mean, definitely Size I use my fees. sense of humor. Yeah. And then I think Pearl sometimes, I think sometimes, I like people that say what exactly what they're thinking. One of my greatest highlights in my single life was I was at World Cafe yeah. drinking on a Sunday, and there was this hot girl there who used to come in all the time when I would bartend, and we sat outside to have a cigarette, and she's like, what are you going to do the rest of the day? And I was like, I was thinking maybe we go to your place and take a shower. And I had never approached her, nothing. And she looked at me like with this look, and guess what we did that day? Really? We went to her house and took no. a shower. We did a lot more than that. But the bottom line was- I can't believe that worked. Well, I, I picked yes, up- Yes, you can. I, I think mean, I can. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was fun. But the bottom line was, I think I sensed something that she was thinking. You know, a lot of times you think someone's thinking something, or dudes like that chick walking in the bar looked at that kid and he didn't do anything. Yeah. I think if you act on it and you say it, maybe nine out of ten times you you fail, but the time that you do hit, all that's going to do is jack up your confidence, and then you're going to go on a run. 
It's a home uh, run. Right. Go on a run. Absolutely. Speaking of World Cafe, really quick, it's now uh, Ariel or Ariel. Ariel. Have you been there? It's the worst. It's the yeah. worst. It's so overpriced. It's really bad. Right. They have a really yeah. good lamb burger. What do you mean? Oh, Anytime you put lamb in front of Marnie, she goes back. <laughs> I do. It's crazy. It's so good. Um, okay, so we, we have a <laughs> So we have a segment that's called Analyze This. Do you want to stick around and help us yeah, analyze well, situations? Oh, no. Okay, cool. So uh, welcome to Analyze This. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to analyze your Made questions it. that you sent in. I apologize that we haven't been able to get to all of them. We just get so many questions sent in. So some of these are from like a month and a half ago. So I feel really bad. Uh, but if you want to send us questions, write them into ask, ask at com. Awesome. Or tweet them. Oh, yeah. Or tweet them. Uh, all right. So here, actually, you know what? I put this thing out on Twitter this morning. So I want to get uh, your opinion first before go, we go into the questions. True or false? If you don't feel a spark at first, there's no point in trying to start a relationship. No, that's false. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> Sometimes you need to beat it into people that they should like you. Some it's people are true. insecure. They, they don't know what you. they're dealing People with. grow on you, too. Yeah. It's like, at first, you, me, me, eh, and then next thing you know, I think, I have with my my fiance, actually. I, he was really cute at first, but then the more I get to know him, it kind of. Well, I mean, you always see the opposite sometimes, or not always, but sometimes yeah. you see the opposite where they're really handsome at first, and then you get to know them, or you, they speak, and then you lose the attraction. So, yeah, it could definitely go the opposite I way. beat it into Megan Phillips that she should date me, and she wouldn't. I'm like, why don't you make out with me? She's like, I'm not going to. I pressed her for two months, and then what, finally the day I helped her move into her apartment, which is always a good move to lock a chick down, <laughs> she made out with me in the moving truck and then made out with me on the mattress inside, and then we dated for six months. And then a little action after the breakup, which is always the best. Hey, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, it's definitely nothing going on here, but remember when? It's not bad. <laughs> Perfect. I think Mo would have some competition with uh, with Jay. Seriously, maybe he can be our regular on the show. Um, oh, sorry, Art. <laughs> Do you want anyway? Awkward. <laughs> Very awkward. Okay, so here's the next question. Hello, Marnie, Kristen, and Haley, and Jay, and Art, and everybody else is in the room. I love the show. My name is Chris, and I'm 25 years old. A year ago, I got out of a long term relationship, and needless to say, it was a very hard time in my life. Ever since then, I have tried to move on and talk to women. Although I have been out of the dating scene for some time. I have found myself unable to hold or even start a conversation with a lady. I'm going to school and working, so I hardly have free time to myself, and I feel I am somewhat boring. Haha. <laughs> I just want to find new friends or maybe even hook up with a girl. I just feel I'm not ready for another relationship. Any uh, tips or suggestions you have for me will be very appreciated. Chris. The haha in the email yeah. kind of proves that he's boring. <laughs> If that was, fun, you know, you found that funny enough to well, it's like, make yourself laugh, then, you know, your standard isn't high enough for a laugh. So I think he's a oh, little boring. I'm not sure it would be hard. He might be insecure being like, isn't I think that he's funny? Just he is now for Help sure. He's <laughs> bored. It's like, You're welcome. He has to get his mojo up. I mean, look, you have to kind of get out there and just start doing it. I think the more, the less that you were saying, like the less you talk to women, the, the more awkward it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And you're at school. This is the best time to be practicing your oh different conversation skills. Unless you're at like, University of Phoenix or something. <laughs> Online. I also think a good exercise is if it's not women, then find something else you don't do that's uncomfortable and go do it. Go take a surf lesson. Go yeah. to a museum. Go to a museum and go talk to a chick. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest place in the world to talk to one. If you can go up to a chick at a museum while she's staring at a painting and talk to her, 
then you can seal deals because you know I what like I mean. That. Like you have to have com- do things oh, that definitely. make you uncomfortable. I like how this uh, Van Gogh is painted. It's uh, it's really nice. <laughs> do you think <laughs> he had his ear when he did this? No, uh, but I think that's a really good tip. Like every single day, you should be pushing yourself just a little bit to take some sort of small risk. So whether it is uh, you know a- approaching five people every single day on your campus and just saying hi, or even asking them a question like directions, what Kristen said before, um, or spirit you know, animal. Yeah, or, or putting your spirit animal in, of course, for sure. Um, but even like taking a risk and trying new groups to join or trying new uh, activities to be a part of. Or like get every- in a full elevator and stand facing oh, everybody. Oh, which <laughs> someone, by the way, did that in it. my elevator in my building. Yeah. And I said, oh, you know, hey, haha. And he wasn't kidding. He was dead serious. That's they just how he continued rolls. to stare. Like, he was that right, committed. Well, he was that committed. Yeah. But that's interesting that you reacted so so. Yeah, favorably. I was like, oh, look at this guy. React. He's being funny. Yeah. I thought he was doing like a thing like that, but no, he was he was genuinely riding that way. <laughs> that was his thing. I was like, chain the bolt on my door in my apartment. All right, next question. Hi, love the podcast. I'm in a relationship with a great girl, but there's something I want to do with her. I've been a cross-dresser since I was a teenager. Boom. I am attracted to women. I'm a reasonably good-looking guy, if somewhat androgynous but guy. a better-looking woman. <laughs> exactly. I, I just like uh, wearing women's clothes, looking and feeling feminine. This is something I wanted to explore with my partner in the bedroom, but I don't know how to bring it up. Is this something don't. that would freak her out, or would some women be up for this? I'm asking because I notice a lot of your for attracting women is about embodying masculine qualities. I've already attracted this woman, but if I open up about wanting to explore my feminine side, will she find this fun and kinky or will it undo the attraction I've built? Do you have any general advice for asking a partner about exploring sexual fantasies? Michael. Well, first of all, all, consult another woman if the clothes you're picking out are good-looking women's clothes (laughs) Mm -hmm. because that could make a difference. (laughs) Because if she's not fashionable, right? And he's got bad women's clothes. I gave him props for writing in. That takes a lot of balls. And for writing in, yeah, for for asking us, this is like that's a yeah, you know, it's like yeah, big step. Yeah, exactly. A big step in high heel. And so, what is your response? Actually, Hitler, so what if your fiancé came to you and said, you know what, there's this side of me? Well, that's different. I feel like we've been dating for a long time, so it could be kind of a shock. Um, look, I don't know how long you've been dating this girl, Michael, um, but this is who you are. Or Michelle. No, Michelle, yeah. <laughs> you got to put it out there sometime. I mean, this is, this is who you are, and this is what you do. It, it, I don't think that there's any way of, like... I don't know how to approach this, Marnie. This is like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Let me tell you from a married guy's perspective. Whatever you're set in stone, usually when you get married, that's probably where you're going to end up. You can't go one way or the other. So if this dude wants to marry this chick. Tell her now. Tell her now. Yeah. And yep. if she's not down, then you find someone. Trust me, bro. Yep. There's chicks out there that are into what you're talking about. They're going to yeah. be into stuff way beyond what you're talking about. So either you open up that can of worms and see where it rolls. I'll tell you right now, when I turn 70, I'm only wearing skirts. <laughs> Not many long ones. You know, I want to flow. I want to be loose. It feels nice. Yeah, it's you must real spin nice. in them. What's that? You must spin around in them. Yeah, That's I just really want to twirl. Jay Doubtfire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I happen to agree with Jay. I think it's best to put it out there now. Um, I would say that most women, it's not like they're going to jump on board and be like totally into you being a woman and like then having a sexual experience as two women together. But I think that if she does love you, but if she does love you, she can open up her mind to let you explore that side in, in a free space. But then I would say on the flip side, um, to talk to her about her fantasies and ask her about whether or not it 
it has her viewing you differently. Ask her about whether or not you, you she wants you to step up your masculine side. All of those things need to be communicated, especially if you're considering possibly getting married down the road. But I think absolutely um, have a conversation with her and talk to her about your fantasies and the other side of you that she doesn't yet know about. Maybe start with, can I wear your panties? <laughs> I mean, seriously, isn't that something that some chicks find kinky? Oh, he wears my panties? Then try that and then, then roll into the fact that you like... Well, I would start I with like with having her wear your panties because I think a girl and a dude's like tidy whities would be sexier. Yeah, and, let's and switch. then switch and go from there and Ooh, see. Nice lead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You need a better segue than, than a this. little slower than yeah. just showing up and he's like, "I'm here." <laughs> and then Ethel <laughs> Merman. Hello. <laughs> I think that's very good advice. All right, next question. Hi, Marnie, Kristen, and Haley and Jay. How are you? Oh, this is going to be a long one. Okay. Right. I know you. I know you love the long ones. Um, I hope all of you are doing well. I'm writing you from sunny England to ask your advice on something that felt uh, that left. I'm trying to do a British accent. <laughs> I can't. I can't. That left me bamboozled this weekend. It goes as follows. I actually condensed this because it was even longer than this. Um, some friends and I went out this Friday to a bar and club. After about 20 minutes, I noticed this beautiful Italian-Irish girl standing outside the bar with some guy. I observed them for a few minutes to determine whether they were with each other. From the guy's body language, it was clear that they weren't, so I decided that I would talk to her. We got talking right off the bat about music. My friend, in the meanwhile, very smoothly distracted her friend. She asked me to sit down, and we continued talking and connecting over music. She seemed to be quite open all this while and touched my arm and thigh a few times while talking. One thing that stood out was that after a while, her foot was resting on mine. When I looked down, she slowly moved it away, but then after a few minutes, I felt it again, thinking that it's game on. I continued the conversation. It was near closing time, and the girl asked to excuse herself. After a couple of minutes of waiting, I went inside to take a leak, and while coming back, saw the girl talking to another guy at the bar. He looked like a friend. I then walked over towards her, said that it was nice meeting her, hugged her, and then invited her to a gig the next week at another new place. She asked me where it was, and while trying to explain it to her, she interrupted me, stroked my chin affectionately, and said that she'll see me around. Slightly taken aback, I said the same and bid goodbye. Leaving the place, I felt really bamboozled and confused as to what happened. I remember not saying anything offensive. What do you think? My hunch is that I didn't escalate enough physically. Sounds like she's a bitch, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Mixed signals. Let's never forget that everyone has an ego and everyone's going through their own shit. And that chick might be sitting there man-hating because of something that just happened. Who knows? But whatever it is, she's clearly teasing and loving the attention, just bouncing around and isn't looking for something. Good answer, yeah. Jay Larson. I think that's yeah. really I've good. I've had it happen. I took this Korean chick out, so hot, gave her the best pickup line of all time. I love your cheekbones. <laughs> I gave her cheekbones and then <laughs> let her go. A week later, I saw her, asked her out. We went on a date. She was big time into me, big time, and then she wouldn't go out with me a second time. And I'm like, why not? And she goes, I just, I can't. I think I have to move back to Orange County, help my parents run their store. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> and then she called me one day asking for advice. We talked on the phone for two hours. I'm laying in a white clawfoot tub with no curtain, just moving the place, <laughs> literally living Norwegian wood. And then I'm like, all right, so we're going to go out again? She's like, nah. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she just used me. You know, that chick was using him for feeling hot for everyone else around her, and she just didn't want anything. Or maybe he could have taken that chick and done her in the bathroom. That's a fa- That maybe exactly. could have happened. That's what I was going to say as well. So you didn't ask for anything. Like, you had a nice conversation. She kind of was giving you a symbol that she kind she wanted something more, was resting her foot on top of you. You he, didn't take any action, he did and ask she her to excused go. herself. He did ask her to go to a gig of his, though. Absolutely. Afterwards. And then she yeah, stroked after. his chin yeah. and said that she'll... 
it's not like she was saying no. He was trying to explain where it is. I, I think that she is maybe giving the signs to ask for what you want. You can you can contact this woman and ask her for a date now. Yeah. I don't think she wrote you off here. I over. just think that she's exploring her options. If there happen to be five guys at the bar who are good looking, I don't want to spend, you know, the entire night with one guy. I want to explore my options I don't as well. Think so. You think I that think she was being a, a bitch? I think she's a tease. I don't think I'm she would. Tease? I mean, if she's going foot and hand on the thigh, hand on the thigh is a strong play. That's maybe where you go something like, God, I would love to see what you look like in your bra and panties right exactly. now. Exactly. Maybe that's yeah. – and you might swing and miss big time, bro. But you also might <laughs> and connect. And swing and connect. And be telling your buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but then you also don't waste your time because then you're like, okay, she doesn't want that. She walks away. She could flirt with somebody else. But he was else. being a gentleman. He thought she was in – this is the risk you take. And yeah. the other thing, you can't blame her because you're out there in the game. You're in the game. And everyone's right. going to do what it takes for them to win whatever game they're playing. Yeah, I, I don't think it's bad that she went to go talk to another guy who caught her attention. I, I like attention. I, when I'm out, I like getting attention. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, a lot of uh, I don't think a woman's a bitch because no, she likes attention or even a tease. I think she's just having fun and exploring her options. And if somebody isn't putting it out there that they want something more from her right away, or so you think it's his it. fault that he should have done something else besides asking to her to I go think, to a gig? Well, I think I like that he asked her for yeah. a gig at the very, Me too. very end. What kind of gig is this? Is I'm guessing. But I, but then I don't, I don't he know said he was the he drummer. Feels and she was like, yeah, I'm not interested. I don't, I don't like. Did she want him to be fully in love with him and very committed to just only him and like oh, he's jumping around? That's, well, that's, that's exactly to, what he was thinking. Yeah, but you have to remember, you're at a club or a bar. I mean, you can't look for that much substantial. You know, feeling yeah. in, in a place. He wanted her number, though. He think he should have, if he really wanted to see her, say, okay, well then, you know. Absolutely. Let's... It's not like he's writing and saying, okay, then afterwards, I left and two days later contacted her and I never heard from her again. He was yeah. into her. Yeah. And you know what she did? She reeled him in. And he got close, and he's like, damn, this chick's into me. And then that's what she was doing with, like, five other dudes It's like fishing night. without, yeah, no, you're, okay. you're not, you're not going to eat the fish. She's I agree with Marnie, though. She's not a total bitch for doing that. If a dude did this to five chicks in one night, what would you guys say? If some dude's going around being like, oh, you're so hot, touching you, rubbing your face, and being like, whatever, and then you see him with another chick, then what would you do? Maybe you would five. feel crumbled. Yeah. You would be crumbled. But. What an asshole that yeah. guy was. One uh, of your girlfriends would probably throw a drink in his face. But what would you want from him, and would you be attracted to him because of it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. See, right. <laughs> I want the man who doesn't want yeah. me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because he has options. And then if that guy who has all the attention of these five women gives you attention, then you're like, okay, I'm special. He wants to see me again afterwards. Again, you have no idea what that chick's going. I absolutely. had a girl grind up on me, <laughs> and then I went home with her and her friend, and she was with her boyfriend, and she wouldn't do anything with me. Then she took me home, and then a week later, she came out to the restaurant I was working at and was all drunk, wanted to hang out with me. I couldn't find her, so I went to her house, and I put a note on her door and says, I know what you want. You know what you want. Call me. Never heard from her. Never heard from Never? her. No. I'm so depressed you're married. I just would want to see you in action. Oh, oh my tell God. me about it. Oh, it's priceless. Yeah. We we lived with Jay uh, for like five years, I guess. First of all, we... Marnie never lived there. <laughs> I know. She just That's why I was like skipping over my word. That I occasionally used. <laughs> <laughs> we shared toothbrush for a while, accidentally, obviously. But yeah, there's lots of girls that, that was would like come for a while. By the way, I, I don't know. I think you came up to me and it was like, "Wait, is your toothbrush the orange toothbrush?" No, they were sitting on the patio. I wrote it into a uh, show. You and did? I'm like brushing my teeth, and Marnie goes, "That's my toothbrush." And I go, "No, it's not." And she and Jordan's like, "Yeah, man, hers is orange." And I'm like, "God damn it, Marnie!" <laughs> Stop. You, you don't know the orange color clothes. of your toothbrush. I'm the most low maintenance dude of all time. I just grab. Oh, that's where I put my toothbrush. Boom. That's where I don't know what color it is. See, I as the same women, as women, I go through p- 
painstaking time deciding on what color I want my oh, toothbrush yeah. to be. Oh, yeah. If like I get style. green, what does it say about me? <sighs> Is there rubber I don't involved? want pink because I don't want to be that soft. You know, I brush my teeth in the shower. Me too. I, do I, brush, too. I clean my yeah. face once a day. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'll sit in the bath and brush my teeth. Have you ever done that? What? Yeah. Where do you put That's the spit? Disgusting. Do in you, the bath. No, you, you are don't. disgusting. <laughs> oh, you spit in the tub? Occasionally. This is and what you wash your hair in the same tub? No, 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 no hair washing. Okay, no hair Body washing. Body washing. See, I do it toward the end. I think dudes forget, too, especially single dudes, that chicks sometimes are disgusting. You know what I mean? And they're doing more disgusting stuff than you do. Yeah, there's hair on the water. What do you Jay? I'm just saying, guys... Don't, you can be We're crass humans, exactly. Yeah, We're humans. Don't being... be afraid to approach us. We're exactly the same as you. I think that was your point that you were trying a to make. A little bit, yeah. Oh, well, that's my point that I'm trying to make. No, no, my course, my course, body course. smells minty, fresh. <laughs> minty. <laughs> toothpaste in my bathroom. <laughs> All right, weird. next question. This is going to be the last one. Hey, guys, great podcast, funny and useful. Matt from Manchester. So many British people. I love it. I love it. England. Oh, no, that, that was terrible. good. Um, England here with two nagging problems. Whenever I talk to women, I, for, I forget to... I forget to get their details at the end of or during their conversation and always realize half an hour or so after I met the person that I should have asked for their phone number. Is there any way I can trick myself or something into doing this? Stop being a pansy and lying to yourself. You're full of shit. 30 minutes? Wait, I forgot to ask the girl I was in. No, you're not. You're being a pansy. Wait, forgot. Step up. Like, I forgot to put on my pants. It's like you don't forget. How do you forget 30 minutes after, too? Like, then it hits you? Oh, I should have asked that. No, I think he's full. I think he's lying to himself. He's absolutely and I think lying he's to himself. For something else. Yeah. Yes, well, he's asking me, how can I do this without getting rejected? That's what he's yeah. actually asking. So, what's the answer? You can't. You exactly. can't. There's no in, you know, there's no indefensible way of getting shut down. Yeah. You go for it, and if you succeed, you succeed. Absolutely. What's I mean, a good no, way for him to remember to ask a girl for her phone number? Lead with it. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, what's your, <laughs> hey, what's your phone number? Oh, Listen, before we get your name, what's your phone number address? <laughs> I have a habit of forgetting to ask for this. Exactly. <laughs> I have it. <laughs> Okay, I think that's a very good response, and that was a wonderful segment of Analyze This. Thank you so much, Jay. Jay, throwing out gold. Seriously. It's fantastic. Who knew you were so good with this advice? Amazing. All right. A lot of therapy. (laughs) So for you guys out there listening, if you want to ask us questions, please send them to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. We will eventually get to them. Again, so sorry for not getting to them faster. Or you can write to us on Twitter. Uh, What is it? At askwomenpodcast. At askwomenpodcast. Wonderful. Can I say something? Yes, of course. All those people that do write you in. If you want to write, you should totally write because I'm sure there's like hundreds of other people that are listening that think the same thing, just don't have the courage to write. So yeah. when you write and have the courage to write like you had said, yeah. it just it gives something to everybody else that who you guys answer to. You know? Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Because we, I know, I guarantee we have a lot of listeners that want to wear Yo. women's underwear. I we bet answered, you are. We answered oh, thousands sure. of questions. Tried in them on many question. times. Oh, I know. Tried yeah. them on. Yeah. Hey, they, they feel good. Helped. They feel horrible. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. But, Jay, I want you to tell people where to find you, where to listen to you, where to watch you. Uh, you can always check me out at jlarsoncomedy.com. On Twitter, I'm jlarsoncomedy, Instagram, all that stuff, Facebook. And then my podcast comes out every Tuesday. Uh, it's called The Crab Very Feast. Funny you can check it on iTunes. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah. you'll understand that if you listen to it. And you yes. can go to thecrabfeast.com and you can get it for free there. You don't have to have iTunes or anything as well. So Awesome. Well, thank free you all. so much. Thanks for having me, ladies. Oh, thanks. Hey. You're definitely going to come back because you're awesome. But uh, anything else you want to announce for, for right now? 
Well, you can listen to us on the um, Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew oh, yeah. podcast coming out on Sunday. It's this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so do that. And it will be on iTunes and the and Carolla Digital. Yeah, for sure. And again, if you want to write questions, write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Download our newest segment of the Ask Women Podcast every Thursday. I think that's all we got. So yeah. we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Go to podcastone.com next week for a brand new show.